Manchester Metcast, the official podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. In this episode, we'll be speaking to Esme Morgan, Manchester City Women's Football Club defender and Manchester Metropolitan University Sporting Exercise Science student. Esme recently made her debut with England's national team, the Lionesses, and later this week will be joining the squad once again in a friendly against Japan. We caught up with Esme to discuss how she feels about being called up to play for the team, who are currently European champions. We will also be talking about her career to date, including her struggles overcoming injury and how she balances life as a professional athlete and student. First, I asked Esme why she chose a career in football and how did she end up playing for Manchester City, the club she has supported since she was young. As far as I can remember back, I've always played football. A lot of people always ask sort of when was the first time you ever played, but I actually can't pinpoint a time. I just always have and my parents used to always just take me to the park and all I wanted to do was play football. I never wanted to go on the slides or swings or anything. It was always just football, football. And then um, I played in the playground with the boys at school um, and joined the local team um, with all my friends from school. Um, and then I kind of played with them up until I was about 15, um, playing for school teams along the way and um, county schools and stuff. And then I trialled for City um, when they became an RTC, which is like the FA's talent system in women's football. Um, I trialled for them and managed to get in. Um, and I spent a year in the academy at City um, and joined the England youth teams at that age group as well. Um, so that was under 16s, I think. Um, and then I was lucky enough the following summer to go away with the first team on their pre-season tour. And I must have done OK because then they wanted me to stick around and come back. And so I ended up moving to Manchester that year and started doing college over here as well. Um, moved in with a host family and then I was just in with the first team full time. So I've been with them ever since, um, which is just amazing because I grew up as a City fan. So to be able to play for them is just so cool. Um, I spent a year on loan at Everton, which was a really, really good experience for me to sort of develop and learn how to be a bit more professional and play consistently. Um, so that was a really important time. And then, yeah, I've just been lucky enough to be a professional footballer as my job, which is something not many people can say. As someone who's played football for your entire life, it must have been a real accomplishment to have been called up to play for England, both earlier this year and for these upcoming games. How was that? I've been involved in the youth teams, so having been exposed to that environment, everyone always dreams then of one day making the seniors. And I was injured a lot of last season, and so it always seemed like a bit further away, a bit of a setback because I had been called up previously. Um, before my injury but then obviously that took that chance away so being able to come back into it so soon after that it was such a surprise and I just loved every second of being on camp because the girls obviously made so much history over the summer and I've got so many friends in the team and I just love watching them be so successful and the amount of fans that they got on board and the amount of people that fell in love with the team was just so amazing to see to that so then to go into camp and be part of that team and play alongside all those girls was just so much fun and my debut came as such a surprise but I literally didn't stop grinning from ear to ear the whole game and then a few days after as well it was it was a real dream come true. What's the kind of transition like going from playing one team to another so from when you're you're with City to then playing for England? 
Um, I'm very lucky in that a lot of the team at England either play for City currently or have done in the past. So I, I've already come across a lot of them and have some really good friends in the team. And with playing for England at youth level, you also get to know so many players from other teams like that. So I'm close to a few of the girls from United. But in that team environment, you just get so close to people straight away because you've got so much in common. And I also think that's one of the crazy things about football is you build such close relationships with people and then someone moves to a team in America and you never see them again. It's just crazy how people come and go. But I just love team sports because you build those connections with people and I think it makes winning and stuff being successful so much fun because you share it with the moments with people you're close to. You mentioned that this isn't the first time you've been called up to play for England and the injury stopped you playing previously. Can you tell us what happened? Well, it was such, it just came out of the blue, like it was such a shock. Um, I was literally just started the it was maybe the fourth game of the season and I'd been playing and playing well and got a call up to England just a couple of days before and then about 10 minutes into the game I just went into a tackle and I knew straight away that I'd broken my leg um because it was just so painful and I knew what that sensation felt like and my heart just sank because I thought oh I'm not going to be able to go on international duty I knew it'd be a lengthy period out and so that was quite hard to deal with because I'd felt like everything had been going so well and then it just got taken away straight away so it was such a roller coaster journey throughout it I was out for about 11 months in the end before I played my next um, actual game and it was just so up and down like you make a lot of progress so early on and then eventually it slows down as the games become smaller and there's days when you feel like you've gone backwards. So mentally it was really, really challenging, but I feel like it's made me a lot more of a resilient and stronger person. And I am actually grateful that it happened because it meant I was able to watch the Euros from home and be inspired by that. And it made me want to work harder over the summer so that I could get back in a position to be around that squad. And it just made me appreciate playing football a bit more. I think you can take it for granted when you're sort of just playing all the time and in the bubble. But when I had it taken away from me for that long, I've never gone that long without playing football my whole life. So it just made me really appreciate that I was lucky enough to do my hobby as a job. And what was the process for getting back on your feet? How did you manage to do that? Um, I think within four days, I went into surgery to sort of, basically I snapped my leg. So <laughs> I had surgery to put a metal rod through my leg and literally fix me back together. Um, and I was able to walk after that. I say walk. It was more of a stagger with crutches. Um, so I was on crutches for about six weeks. And then gradually I just learned to walk again, literally um, do very simple body weight exercises and slowly build up. I was in the gym for hours and hours a day, um, did exercises in a swimming pool to sort of make it easier on my body weight and things. And it was just such a slow process of gradually being able to do little things that I couldn't do the week before and learning to do new exercises and, and move normally again. Um, I was in pain a lot of the time, which wasn't nice, but you sort of learned to live with it. And I just worked my way through, but I was so supported by all the physios at City. Um, they were doing everything based on science and research. So they knew exactly what stage I was at and exactly what I would be capable of doing next. And so I was so well cared for and everyone was so, so supportive that I was 
for the most part able to stay really really positive and enthusiastic throughout it but there were definitely difficult periods but as soon as I was able to get running and back out on the pitch um, it seemed to go a lot quicker because I felt like I was closer and closer to being able to play again which is obviously what I'd missed so much. Hopefully studying on the sport against science course has helped you have a better understanding of your injury. Why else did you decide to take on that extra responsibility of studying for a degree whilst also playing professionally? Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit of a geek, really. So <laughs> that's the main reason. Um, when I moved over to Manchester to start playing for City's first team, I was doing my A-levels at the time. And um, so I've always been used to balancing study and academia alongside my playing career and I'm someone whose mind just needs to be busy so when I come home from training in the afternoon I couldn't just sit about and watch Netflix all afternoon or do something like that I like to be learning stuff and doing something interesting so I always wanted to do a degree for keeping me occupied but also with things like injuries it's important to have a plan b and that sort of really came to fruition last year because it was such a sort of serious injury that for some people can be career ending and I did think at times thank goodness I've got a degree to fall back on if I did have to stop playing for whatever reason so that's sort of the two main reasons why I got into it one to keep busy and the other to have a backup option outside of it but I also just have such an interest in the behind the scenes of what I do and so much of the degree sport and exercise science so much of the content we cover is relevant to things I see on a day-to-day -day basis at training like the exercises we do in the gym and the reasons the coaches tell us to do certain things in a certain way and also the psychology side of it like dealing with pressure anxiety stress and um, how teams work together well I just find so much of it is applicable to things I see every single day at training um, that I just find it really, really interesting. And I can sort of go in each day and see people interacting in a certain way. And I'm like, oh, there's a theory about that. <laughs> um, so I can sort of apply everything I see. But yeah, as I said, I'm a bit, bit weird in a sense that I actually like studying and <laughs> I like doing academic things. So yeah, bit of a geek. And how do you find balancing a full-time football career when you studies? Yeah, there's moments where you're in busy periods in the season or days when I get home from training and I'm tired and I think, oh, I can't be bothered. But as soon as I sort of pick it up and get going, I can get into it. I actually, strangely, the time I struggled most was when I was injured. A lot of people think when you're injured, you have more time on your hands to sort of commit to it. But with my rehab I was actually in at the club so much longer than I would be if I was fit and also having to do extra things at home that I really really fell behind in my studies last year but the university was so supportive and sort of giving me extensions on my deadlines and allowing me extra time to complete the courses and catch up on everything that I'd missed because um, that was a real struggle when I just simply didn't have time to study or didn't have the energy to do anything. Um, but thankfully, everyone was really, really supportive in helping me to catch up once I did find that I, I could be a bit more flexible in it. But yeah, I'd say whenever you've got a busy period, it can be hard to try and cram in. But also the nature of the course I do with it being online and part time, um, it allows a lot more flexibility for those um, sort of difficult, busy periods. Thank you so much for talking to us today, Esme. My final question is, what does the future hold for you in football and beyond that? 
I have a lot of aspirations to play more games for England. I think after I got a taste for that, it was such a thrill. Um, and I just love being part of that team so much. I'm desperate to sort of try and cement myself as a regular member of the squad and then hopefully beyond that, get myself into the starting 11 on a regular basis. And I think every footballer's ultimate dream is to win the World Cup. So I'd love to do that one day. Um, but I also love playing for City. So I want to continue to try and establish myself as an important player here and play consistently and eventually develop into one of the leaders within the team. But I just absolutely love playing football. So I want to do that for as long as my body will allow. Um, and then away from the pitch, I want to continue studying um, as, as a backup plan, but also for my future beyond football. So I've got something to turn to when my playing days are over, because as I said, I'm not someone who'll just be able to sit by the seaside in my retirement. I'll have to keep busy. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Metcast, the official podcast from Manchester Metropolitan University. Your feedback is always welcome, as are much needed reviews and ratings on iTunes. So if you have a moment, please head there and let us know what you think. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Until next time, goodbye.